The, uh, ooh, what episode is this? The uh, 57. Uh, 57 doesn't feel like a real number. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Welcome back to Voicing Valiant, a podcast made by the community for the community. This is episode 57, and I'm Bookworm. And I'm Shadowcon. And we're back this week with games. Yeah, we so, returned from our two-week break, and it feels nice. <laughs> it feels nice to see games. Some of them went a little too fast, because like, I like to see Overwatch, but you know, it was fun. It was very, very fun. Yeah, uh, quite honestly, a lot of them went by a lot quicker than I wanted them to. Yeah, just looking at the first game of Saturday, it was London Spitfire versus Shanghai Dragons. Dragons winning 3-0! Yeah, yeah, Dragons just completely dominated that game. Uh, I stayed up for this one and watched it, and it was over in time for me to be like, wow, I'm a little too tired, I should go to it. Oh, game's over, cool. I got to watch the whole thing. <laughs> Obviously, they're like, you know what? He deserves to go to sleep. We'll finish this quickly. Yeah. So, thank you for that, dragons. Do you think it was truly worth it, though? Staying up for them? Yeah. It's <laughs> it's it's uh, my good karma, because uh, I was at the stadium, or at the arena, Blizz Arena, on the last day of Season 1, when the dragons unfortunately lost to complete their 040 season. Uh, mm. I know that because it popped up on my Twitter timeline uh, memories of the day. Oh, damn. with my pictures with uh, Gaguri and Fearless. So uh, that's, uh, that was my good karma that 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 they rewarded me with finishing the game early so I could sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, we had another quick game: uh, New York Excelsior versus Soul Dynasty, with New York Excel taking a three-zero as well. Yeah. Um. It's Dynasty back to their old ways game. I guess. I mean, I mean, New York's I don't a tough know what's team. Up with them? Yeah, New York's a tough team though. So that's why, like, I don't want to say like Dynasty have gone back to being like bad, like they were before the May melee. But like, this didn't exactly help the case to argue against that. Yeah, I'm. I'm still on the train of they're not the best at adapting, which is why having hero bands is being just so bad to them. But in the in the brackets and so with no hero bands, they did better than they were doing in the regular games. That's that's the that's the idea I have going on for them right now. Same. And then to contrast the three O's, we had Paris Eternal versus Boston Uprising, and Eternal taking it three to two. Yeah. Um. I mean, my preds were saved because Paris won, but. My God, that would cost. Yeah, that was a much closer game than it should have been. So I don't know if Paris just didn't prep enough, or they're still kind of getting used to having Sparkle in the lineup now because Sparkle made his Overwatch League debut and he had a really good match, no doubt about that. But so I don't know if it, that was it was kind of just getting the synergy in with him in because he played the entire match. Nico and Soon uh, swapped out between met couple of maps so i don't know if it just had to do with you know having their newest eligible player in the lineup now if maybe that affected them or boston's really getting that much better yeah it, it's hard to tell because it could be that eternal decided to use this game as a test f to see which player works best with sparkle because we were joking on being like oh nico is never gonna play again now that sparkle can play because instead he, it's always gonna be him and soon we did see, I want to say, um, it was on um, Rialto, right? That Nico was subbed in? Um, yes. I believe so. Let because me double check it. I want to say it was that one because... Uh, yeah, Nico played on Rialto and King's Row. So, yeah, Nico played maps 2 and 4. And then soon played 1, 3, and 5. Yeah, cause, so could be that... Uh, they were swapping. They was like swapping him in and out to see which ones they did better on and see what's the best lineup to use Sparkle in. And they're like, "Oh, it's gonna be Boston Uprising." If like if it goes to map five, 
we're just like go with whatever was working best and win because it's like it's it's Boston Uprising. So it could be that's what they were doing. Or maybe they're just like getting used to Sparkle and like and Boston Uprising's getting slightly better. I don't know. Yeah. Because they are looking to know better with Punk. They really are. Yeah, with having Punk in the lineup has really helped them out and has made them a lot more cohesive. Yeah, we uh, we just I guess we'll know and next time both these teams play and we get to see how they how how they match up against mm-hmm. other teams. See if this is just a nuke, if Paris was testing things out, if Boston's getting better. We'll find out next week on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> uh, we will. I I believe they're both playing next week. I think so. We'll see in a second. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um. After that, we had Florida Mayhem versus Dennis Fuel. And, you know, we didn't go right back to the 3-0s, but we get, did get a 3-1 with Mayhem winning. Yeah. Um, quite honestly, I'm surprised Dallas got a map off of Mayhem. Because Dallas has looked a little bit better, but, like, I didn't think they were going to be at the level where they could steal a map from Mayhem, but they did, so. Yeah. Hats off to you. Exactly. And then after that, uh, continuing three ones, we had Atlanta Rain versus Los Angeles Gladiators, and Gladiators taking the three one. Yeah, uh, Atlanta looked good for a short time, <laughs> and then for a short time. yeah, and then Gladiators just looked really good the rest of the time. So, like we discussed last week, a lot of people were kind of having trouble trying to figure out how this game was going to go, um, and it went. <laughs> but like I said, like yeah. last week, like yeah, I picked atlanta but i wasn't like at very confident in that pick like at all i just tried to like what was it uh 51 to 49 yeah <laughs> and i was just going by like the stats so far in the season of like how both of these teams played so i was like eh, the stats kind of favor atlanta but i mean since it's so even it's 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 up in the air yeah so uh Honestly, I expected this to be more a 3-2 kind of matchup, but no, uh, Gladiators just looked good. They dominated. Um, so yeah, Reign's not better than... Like, they, they can't beat teams out better than them, or at the same level as them, apparently. Yeah. Uh, either way, I still think a lot of people still see Atlanta and Gladiators as kind of the gate gateway team still. Because just because of the way how inconsistent both these, these teams are. Because next week, both of these teams could co- play, like, completely opposite games. And get opposite, you know, <laughs> results. It's hard to predict these two. It really is. Like, I still, I'm still napping at Gnadators, losing to Paris, and then being like, you know, we have Boston next week, so it doesn't matter. We'll beat Boston, and Boston beats them. And now? Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought only the, the rain did that, but now the Gnadators are taking notes from the rain. Yeah. Um... Despite that, I mean, the match was still fairly competitive. I mean, they were all one-point games, technically. Ilios was a 2-1 for the Glads. Blizzworld was a 4-3 for Atlanta. Anubis was a 2-1 for Glads. And then Junkertown was a 5-4 for Glads. So Junkertown was definitely competitive. But otherwise, like, yeah, Gladiators just looked a lot better than, than Atlanta. Yeah. And that was the end of the Saturday games. After that is Sunday, which we only had three games of. And we start off with Philadelphia Fusion versus the Houston Outlaws. That was a game? Fusion? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Fusion, I thought you're supposed to go to five maps, not be a 3-0. Um, I'm pretty sure... Sh- I know, your contract. I- I'm pretty sure I blinked and that game was over. Actually, wait, no, wait. I don't... No, I remember starting the stream. I'm like, okay, cool. They're going to start... The first map. Okay, let me just go downstairs and get a drink, and the game's over. <laughs> I I, uh, I saw a lot of like, y- you know how we were j- joking about like the whole like oh Muma hydration, who's the better main tank? I was like, mm, what's going on out Nas? Yeah, I mean, uh, but dis- despite the jokes, honestly, Houston did show some life. I will say that. Uh, but F- yeah, Fusion just was the better team, or Fusion rather just edged them out because, again, all one point games. Lee Jane Tower was a two one for Philly, Hollywood was a three two for Philly, and Volskaya was a three two for Philly. So I mean, this was but Volskaya 
Philly, if I remember correct, had a pretty good time bank because Houston had a cap in overtime to get the second mm-hmm. point. So, <laughs> again, 2CP, so it's a little more deceptive than the other maps. Got enough 2CP. Yeah, everyone's favorite map type. Yeah, but that was that game. And then after that, we have another known like, battle for Canada, if you would call it that. Uh, Vancouver Titans versus Toronto Defiant. Defiant taking it 3-0. Yep. Uh, I still kind of expected Titans to at least take a map. Yeah, they were showing signs of knife during the the May May tournament. Like, they 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 didn't look bad. And I was like, oh, Defiant isn't necessarily the best team, so maybe they can get a map. But no, it's a three zero. Yeah. Like, no. But just, yeah, despite the three zero, it was actually pretty dang competitive overall. Uh, again, all one point maps. Uh, Ilios went two one for Toronto. Blizzworld was 3-2 for Toronto, and then Anubis was a 3-2 for Toronto. So, it was, yeah, it, it was a, it's a little deceptive looking at 3-0, but this one was definitely much more uh, competitive to the previous game. <laughs> it's one of those situations where I'm kind of like, you couldn't have just like pushed a little harder there right at the end to get, to get this map. Like, you were so close. Yeah, they were really just, like, close. It just, like, fell to fall apart at the end. Yeah, but it's unfortunate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, those are the games, and after that was Valiant. Thank, thank you again for being at the end, so we don't have to do the whole, like, skipping game thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Los Angeles Valiant versus Washington Justice. 3-0. Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> it feels good. And kind of ruined my print because I said... Washington should be able to take at least a map from Valiant, but nope, it was a uh, pretty dominating fashion for the Valiant. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Only close map w- really was King's Row, and that was probably and that was really the most fun map to watch. It was. I just like I'm so dying at how much Justice messed up on that map. Like, I really thought they were gonna win that map, and I'm like, how? How did you let that happen to you? But anyway, let's start with the the first map. Just uh. Yeah, with Oasis. We had Oasis. Vanian taking it, two to zero. So hell yeah, nice. Yeah, that map went by pretty dang quick. Um. Yeah, it went by so quick that like, um, I saw the announcement that they were gonna go live, for the Vanian game, and I was like, oh, one second, let me finish whatever video I was watching. I had a, like two x speed. I finish it, I go, and I already see that half the map is done. I was like, how did I miss the entire first round? You just, you barely announced that you're going live. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> uh, I see, it, like, a tweet saying, like, oh, all this stuff happened in the first half. It's like, wait, I missed a Sigma, like, flanking? Hello? Yes. McGravy? Yeah, McGravy played the ever-elusive flanking Sigma. Yes, I yeah. just said that. He was in their backline more than their own backline was in their backline. Like, I think he was camping there, to be quite honest, or he was just on vacation there. He he was he was actually camping, like not camping, uh, flanking quite a bit, like all three maps, honestly. Yeah, the, the flanking Sigma just absolutely destroyed Washington. Uh, KSP and Shaxx were the DPS duo, and they did. KSP and Shax things. I mean, Shax, uh, what was it? Uh, Gardens, I think, got booped off the map and just used Rewind as Tracer to get back on the map. After he threw out his his uh, his ult too, and, yeah, and he stuck it too, which is even to more amazing. Yeah, to the yeah. Hammond, because the Hammonds who bumped him off. And he was just like, nope, coming back. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah, that ended up on the uh, like top five plays of the week. That the Overwatch League does, that was number two. Yes. And it was the one that they titled the 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 uh the video as. Like something else was number one, but they still decided to to put the the tracer post bomb recall whatever thingy as the title. Cause damn, that was awesome. You just see him booped off. He's like, nope, I'm back. And he times it very well because if he hadn't he if like if he would have recalled maybe half a second earlier then he probably would have been next to the Hammond when his pulse bomb goes off and he could have easily died to it. So, like, he, t- he timed it pretty well. Yep. 
So good job, Shaxx. Good job, boys. But yeah, that map was pretty quick. It was very, very fun. Uh, <laughs> quick, but fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after that, we have the the best map of the game, King's Row, which went four to three. Yep. And I remember, I still remember, like, when uh, Washington was getting close to capping the three points. Because Vanny went first, then it was Washington. I kept seeing in chat people being like, oh, my God, like, we're going to lose. I was like, Vanny and Cap, like, guys, calm down. And I'm like, oh, my God, we're doing spider. Like, McGravy said that King's Row is the worst map. Like, chill. Yeah. Uh, and look what happened. Look what happened. Yeah. Uh, and Shax was subbed out for this map, and we saw the return of KSF. On the May, <laughs> of course, his his favorite hero. I mean, it was a it was a nightmare for the casters. KSF, KSP, gotta love that. Yep. Uh, but I mean, despite this being the worst map according to McGravy, they did look pretty solid on it. I mean, they did pull off the gladiators' uh, ruse twice. Yeah, well, they tried, <laughs> they tried to. to twice. They, they tried to. <laughs> the first time they messed it up. Yeah, the first time was not good. Uh, Tuba took out KSP right away. Unfortunately, yeah. it, it was like it was kind of a rough start because it took like three pushes, three engages to actually take the point and unlock their payload. And it was very interesting. You see them do the like great bamboozle wrap around thing that, and I guess they were trying to go for it to see if it would work. Just because it didn't. It didn't. Yeah. <laughs> no. Eventually, they did get the point unlocked, and they started pushing. And they had a, a pretty good push uh, when they reached the archway where most teams try to, like, stop you at. Um, who was, uh, was it? KSF, who was on May, ends up dying. But as he's dying, he throws out his ult, which ends up uh, causing, causing the team to split. Because, like, half of, ju half of Justice is engaging, half of them is trying to get out of there from being frozen. Which works out great in Valiant's favor, because they end up being able to just push on over them, just roll on over them, and continue on to the end of the second part of the map. We with very little um, opposition, since it just like the, the the them trying to like stop them at the archway ended up backfiring on them. Yeah. Um, and at first I was like, oh no, he's dead. But then like, he died, so like the rest of them could kill them with his old. Like hell yeah, hell yeah, and like. <laughs> It, was it a zoning mail? Let's go. Yeah, the 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 point B push was very good by Valiant. It was a really good play, basically by the team. So, what time they lost in the time bank from having to take so many pushes to cap the point, they made up with their point B push. Yeah. Um. The third area was no more rocky, but they still. What was it uh, with two minutes to spell? Is how much they capped it in? I think so. Yeah, it was still like pretty smooth sailing. It, it, it was just a no more contested than uh, the B point. And the it, it, the important part was it was over a minute. I want to say it was two minutes and like 14 seconds or something. Yeah, it might have been something like that. Because it, it was a long time, but at the same time, not a lot of time for when they went to overtime. Yeah. <laughs> or the extra rounds, rather, is what I should say. And then it was uh, Justice's turn to push. And they had a pretty successful run they were they definitely kept faster than Valiant they got through point B faster than Valiant uh but point three is where they really started to struggle uh they just couldn't get the point to cap they just couldn't do it uh you think they're about to take it and Valiant does something crazy uh wait, wait I can't remember if it was on Valiant's push or it was on Justice's push where we see Dreamer like dropping from the sky as Reinhardt or something uh that was Valiant's push Okay, they, they did a lot of crazy stuff though. I'm trying to remember what was on. Yeah, they they, they um, really I did. Think it was K weird. <laughs> did KSP uh, KSP came came out as the widow, not KSF, right? Yeah, KSP. Yeah, the widow definitely helped, even though it ended up dying to the Zen, I think. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. But it was a lot of it was a, it was a lot of uh justice not being able to get rid of the stragglers that would. Stand on the point, keep it from being capped, while they wait for the rest of the team to respond and push them off. And this just kept going and going until uh, you finally get past the two-minute mark. I'm like, hey, yay, Vanin has more time. And then at that point, I stopped like worrying and just like waited out. And they got lucky enough that uh, I'm lucky or skill enough to 
keep them off the point until it reaches overtime and they cap. Which I, I saw a lot of people still like freaking out over that, but I'm like, this just means that Vanian can't lose. They can only win or draw. Yeah, the worst they could have done was draw by, at that point. Anytime I see people still getting like, upset that the team caps in overtime, like I don't think they realize that your team can't lose now. Because the other team has no time in the time bank. They can only win or draw. It's not a loss for them. Exactly. <laughs> While the other team can only lose or draw. They, like, it's bad for them entirely. Yeah. Either way, it's uh, it's not the outcome you want from the justice point of view. Yeah. But for Valiant, it's obviously favorable. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Justice, uh, I know what, what's going on. Because uh, Valiant took forever for the first push. And this time around, they're just like... They just got on. They just got on the point. That was it. Was a really fast take, honestly. It was especially compared to the it, especially compared to the first uh, push. It was an amazing push, honestly. They they did the gladiators bamboozle again. Uh, Justice didn't fall for it, but they got utterly wrecked <laughs> by everybody else on the valiant. I don't I don't know how that ended up working out when it didn't work out the first two times. Like, no, Justice, you just saw them do this the other time. And even the casters were like, well, it's probably going to be a draw because it took Vanian so long to cap it the first time around. Like, it's going to be a draw. Uh, the Washington does have a chance. But no, nah, they just, they were like, no, nah, let's finish this up. Let's finish this up. We want to get off this map. Yeah. I mean, Dreamer charged into Janu, I believe. Took him over the gap <laughs> between the two balconies. And, you know, finish off the charge on the other balcony's wall to kill Janu. And I, I, my mind was blown at that point because I'm like, wait a minute. How, how did Dreamer make that gap with his charge? Don't question it. I mean. It's just Dreamer. Yeah, I won't. I mean. Dreamer. Dreamer. Dreamer does Dreamer things. Yeah, Dreamer already did the, uh, I don't know what we're calling it on Route 66 with the, this is my high ground. I'm just going to six man shatter you guys up here on your high crown and now this tr charging over a gap to kill the enemy team's off tank dreamer does dreamer things yeah he is a dreamer <laughs> yeah yeah i'm about to say on valiant's push or their first put first push i think when they were battling to cap point b i think he had like a four or five man shatter because he was sneaky and was high around the corner and then basically flanking Ryan gun side that yeah because like one of, just... one of the casters missed it yeah <laughs> they're like oh he missed a shadow and then the other caster I don't remember which one it was a Bueno Sideshow was it one of them two I don't know uh, I think I think it was Bren who missed it and Sideshow who called it it might have been yeah I can't remember which one it was but yeah they like one, one of them missed it and like no like they took on like three of them and like that's how they were able to cap the point like there, there was like something like the Maywall went up right after he shattered, so they couldn't like engage on it. But it still, it still caused the Justice to have to fall back. And I guess the Maywall went going up is what caused one of the casters to not see that the shadow did connect. Yeah, because Dreamer hit the shatter in the small gap between the ice block wall and the actual wall of the map. Mm -hmm. So it was a sneaky shatter. Sneaky boy. Yep, but it was enough to let the Valiant push enough of Washington off the point to cap the point, and then the Washington players that were left over were like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> exactly. Man, that was a very, very fun King's Row. Like, it was so entertaining. It was like, um, Reagan posted some uh, joke about drinking vodka. I can't remember the full joke. And somebody responded like, oh, are the days you drink vodka the days that Vanya plays? And I had like the mind, like I had the idea of when this map started and like Vanya was like couldn't get the point to just tweet at her being like, so did you break out the vodka yet? <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Um, now I'm trying to find it too. I, I, was like, I was like, oh, we had such a nice first map. Reagan doesn't have to break out the vodka. King's Row comes along. Vodka time. But I think that was the only map that we needed vodka on. Because next map, we had Voskaya. Vanyan taking a 2-0. Yeah, I blinked. 
and missed it. <laughs> yeah, it was it's very very entertaining. Just Valiant has a really quick take, takes point both points. And you're like, oh, that's nice, good. Um, don't know what happened, but good. <laughs> this just means that if uh, Justice caps, uh, we get a good time bank. Yeah. Justice forgot how to cap. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately for them. Yeah, like they had some good moments where you really thought the Justice was going to cap. But Valiant was, was so smart into like, oh, we're just going to back away and then you get a take or two, come back and destroy you. And I, that's really the way to go because there's no point in like going in one by one and dying when all you have to do is wait a second, give up a tick, and have your full force back. Yep. And there was like moments where you only had like one or two players who could really engage, like because you had like maybe the uh, the supports hiding, trying to you know support like whatever's left. They can't engage because they're gonna die right away, and you just they still turn around and end up killing like three people, and it's like what just happened? Yeah. Uh, oh, here I, f- I found the regular tweet. She tweeted, "In quarantine, there is no Monday, Wednesday, Friday, etc. There are days when I drink tea or days I drink vodka." And then, yes, yeah, we replied, our Val game day is the last one. And she said, I cannot emphasize this enough. Yes. So, uh, boys, give Reagan a break. <laughs> Please. Save her liver. <laughs> yes, her, yeah, her liver depends on it. But luckily, like, she could definitely drink tea that last game. No vodka needed. Yeah, no vodka was really needed for that game. I wonder how tea tastes with vodka in it. Uh, I want to say that's an actual drink. I'm not 100 sure. Maybe like some kind of iced tea, maybe. Uh, well, Long Island, Long Island iced tea doesn't actually have any tea in it. Oh. It's a deceptive name. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I always thought like Long Island iced tea, and like when I was like, oh, some alcoholic iced tea, because you know, like bourbon lemonades is like lemonade with bourbon in it, and huh, interesting. Uh, so there are, there is a drink. I ca- I can't see if it's got a name to it but people suggest vodka goes extremely well with uh, chamomile tea oh interesting it is <laughs> but yes long island iced tea doesn't actually have any tea in it it's a deceptive name you're welcome <laughs> we now know the truth mm-hmm. not sure why it has tea in the name but whatever <laughs> Uh, maybe they just want to make it sound corner. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Get entice the tea drinkers. <laughs> maybe. Cause I'm gonna be real. Like I'm a big lemonade girl, and hearing about like alcoholic lemonades, like I always want to try that stuff. So if I was a tea girl and I heard there was an alcoholic tea, I'd probably want to try that. Well, they exist. Yeah. Um. Those were the games this last week. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, Reagan's never is okay. Um. Yeah, they had a great game. Uh, apparently, KSP was told that he uh, was doing so well because his bed was made, but his girlfriend called him out. <laughs> I was like, nah, nah. She's the one who made that. Yeah. <laughs> not him. Yeah, she called him out. She she let everybody know that he does not make his bed. She made the bed for him. So you can see he's a true gamer. Yes. He doesn't know how to make his own bed. Yes, yeah, so KSP has a very... Truly good girlfriend, and I hope he appreciates her for everything that she does for him. <laughs> oh, like, speaking of girlfriend, like, straight up on the broadcast, they called Valiant Sims, the official Sims of the Overwatch League. That they did, yeah. Actually, I totally forgot about that until <laughs> right now yeah. when you reminded me. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah, because I was thinking. Who was it? Was it Lucianal that tweeted the screenshot? Lucianal tweeted yeah, it, Yeah, I was yeah. like, excuse me? <laughs> Just like... You know, KSP, you got a girlfriend. You don't want to be like the rest of your sim teammates. Like, treat her well. She makes you better of all things. Like, come on. Yeah, that that was actually pretty funny. Yeah, that's uh, the games this past week. Next week, we have, uh, starting on Saturday, we got Seoul Dynasty versus the Guangzhou Charge. Then going on to then Spitfire, Chengdu Hunters. And Hangzhou Spark and New York Excel. So we have more games in the uh, Asian division this time around because they also happen on Sunday this time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the three games? And then three games. Yeah, you got the six games this week. Oh. 
So I guess they just did like fewer games last week to just even it out in the middle. Yeah, they're they're probably just trying to even it out. Mm, do you think uh, any of these three games is worth staying up for? Uh, Spitfire and Hunters might be, but that's a, that's a 3 a.m. game, so I don't know if I'll stay up for that one. Yeah, because like it's, it's like Hunters is fun, and then Spitfire isn't doing too well, so it'll be like on even playing field-ish. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Dynasty. I mean, yeah. Dynasty might continue doing Dynasty things. Guangzhou looks pretty good overall. And then New York and Spark, that's going to be boring because... Yeah, Spark are not fun to watch. Spark are fun to watch. New York Excel tends to just dominate. It's, it's going to be whatever. Yeah. Uh, after that, we have uh, on the NATO half of Saturday, uh, San Francisco Shock versus Paris Eternal. Hmm. Shock. <laughs> yeah. Shock should win that. But at least we'll get to see like, no idea of whether or not Paris uh, was being bad last week which is why they didn't get the 3-1 or 3-0 we get to see we get to see a little bit i guess it probably won't be the best thing to determine like where they stand though yeah uh then after that we have atlanta rain versus toronto defiant i think i don't know this one i'm leaning for rain but yeah i'm kind of leaning more towards rain um but with how inconsistent rain tends to play even though Toronto is lower on the standings, uh, Rain should win this, but maybe Defiant will get a sneaky win. <laughs> yeah, and then um, after that we have the Los Angeles Gladiators versus Houston Outlaws. I'm going with Gladiators. Then. Yeah, Gladiators should win it. I mean, they they, all, they they got they picked up a new player. Uh, I believe that announcement was today. Maybe it was yesterday. I want to say so. Uh, so, yeah, Glad- Gladiator should win that game pretty easily. And then after that last game on Saturday, we have Dallas Viewer versus Vancouver Titans. Dallas. I think this might be the game Titans. Aw, come on. Let me root for Titans. I mean, I'm still rooting for, for Titans, but I don't think they are quite meshing just yet to get that first win. But I think they will play well enough against Fuel that they won't get swept. Because Dallas is a little shaky too, so... But I'm, I'm still going to give it to Dallas. I'm just believing that this is Titans' first win as a new team. I mean, it could be. There's always Let a me chance. <laughs> Let me believe. <laughs> uh, that was the last game for Saturday. Moving on to Sunday. We got Guangzhou Charge versus Hangzhou Spark. Hmm. Charge should win. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Chengdu Hunters versus Dragons. Dra- I'm going with Dragons, but it feels like it's going to be fun to watch because it's Hunters. Exactly. <laughs> and then New York Excel versus London Spitfire. I'm sorry, Spitfire. You're just not doing well. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going with New York on that one as well. <laughs> yep. Then the later half of Sunday, we have Boston Uprising versus the Philadelphia Fusion. I think Fusion's gonna get that contract in for the five maps this time around. <laughs> they they might yeah. Uh, Boston might actually be, be able to push them to the five map uh, contract uh, obligation. Yeah, I think that's how it's gonna go. I think so, but Philadelphia should still win. Yeah. Uh, after that, we have Los Angeles Valiant versus Florida Mayhem, and you know what the bias here is. Yeah, this is going to be a very tough game though I will say that um, but as good as Valiant has been looking the last few weeks I don't think they have just enough power to beat Florida I think Florida's so my bias still stands. Yeah, I think Florida's still <laughs> on a higher level currently as far as the way they play to Valiant that being said, I'm very much looking forward to this game because uh, I want to see some tracer duels if we can get them. <laughs> give me, give me tracer duels. Yeah, I want. I want to see uh, Shax getting some tracer duels with Yaki. And honestly, if that's what it com- if if there is tracer play and tracer duels, that might be what kind of determines the game. Yeah. 
I'm looking forward to the tracer battles. Please give us tracer battles. And, you know, my bias is still around. It's going to win. Though I wouldn't be surprised if they lose, but I'm hoping it'd be in like a 3 2 situation. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm kind of hoping they, they pull off like the five map win as well, because that would be really awesome. Mm hmm. And then after that, we have Washington Justice versus <laughs> San Francisco Shock. Shock. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, Paul Paris and. Uh, yeah, I might Justice. not even watch that game, to be honest. That, that'll probably be a. I blink and it's over kind of type of game. Yeah. I feel bad for the teams that have to go against Shock because Shock is still doing pretty well. Nah. Yeah, they're they're doing they're doing very well. <laughs> oh yeah, those are the games coming up next week. Excited to watch them. The Valley game's gonna be fun regardless though. I'm looking forward to of it. Of course it is. <laughs> it's not a personal bias coming in. Nope. Yeah, that was up uh so yeah, uh, that was everything this past week. Overwatch League. Uh, move on to Valiant's YouTube channel. Uh, they really only put out two videos. Uh, knowing all luck, there's going to be a third coming out tomorrow. And then like a fourth the day after. Uh, but yeah. The first one is best shows to binge combination that they've been doing from Twitter. Yeah, so uh, we finally got to see the videos that turns out we were missing. <laughs> that we thought weren't um filmed uh ksp's video was filmed they just didn't post it on twitter for not sure what reason but we got it <laughs> we got we got the full compilation i, I wonder if just i wonder if it just didn't line up with what they were planning to do on twitter or something and then like you know what let's just hold off and put it on with the combination because when they when they posted about the video going up they're like hey we got special stuff and they're like secret stuff that hasn't been put on twitter and like they decided to just use it as like a way to get people to watch uh, the YouTube videos. Uh, is this tinfoil hat time? Because, I mean, you, you might be right. <laughs> hey, I like my tinfoil hats. I know you do. You know, the best thing about the video, though, is the thumbnail, because you get to see Gig's dog. I'm pretty sure they did that on purpose. <laughs> the dog's so cute. Also, speaking of Gig, uh, he outed himself for a weeb again. Uh, said he watched his Haikyuu. I, I remember because I see a character from Haikyuu on the thumbnail. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I forgot about that. Good job, Gig. You're one of us now. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, that happened during the Valiant versus. I'm like, ah, he outed himself. He's a weeb. He keeps saying he's not a weeb, but he is. Yeah, deep down inside, he really is. Yeah. And then the other video is just the top five plays Valiant had against Washington. So, just two videos. Knowing all luck, it's going to be a fourth tomorrow. Oh, that's a fourth, a third. I mean, it probably will be because Dave did post a screenshot, maybe thumbnail, for the next On the Point. <laughs> so, for all yeah, we know, that's coming the, out tomorrow. The, yeah, the PNG says about, like, uh, no, JPEG, sorry. says, like, rough, zero, 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 whatever. So, I'm like, I wonder if that's the timestamp of the video or if that's, like, what or, or something else hmm. it's just still zero like zero one so it could be that this is the still they took to be turned into a thumbnail could be Who knows? Mm -hmm. but yeah we know the next hosts are gonna be we got a uh, dreamer and shucks yeah and uh dreamer is true gamer <laughs> has a second gaming chair just to put clothes on it like come on yeah, the way the way you, that's the way it's done <laughs> <sighs> These crazy, crazy gamers. And hey, Shaq's made his bed. <laughs> oh yeah, it is made in this picture. Yeah. And Dreamers isn't. <laughs> Dreamers, the true gamer boy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh no. Speaking of which, uh, he did play. Uh, on stream. He was playing support, and was it he bumped into KSP and KSF? I think that was hilarious, because KSP and KSF were playing tank. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a screenshot of like cursed images or something. Uh, I don't know if it was cursed images, but I think he's Dreamer's tweet. I'll have to find it again, but like said something about like basically being destroyed. Mm -hmm. And KSP. Yeah, someone someone said it was cursed. Yeah, but they they uh, 
bit backward like what are you talking about <laughs> that didn't happen now i need to find it because yeah oh good yeah oh disaster that's what uh dreamer said and yeah it was ksf and ksp they were playing the tanks ksks on uh, tanks interesting mm-hmm. uh, yeah uh yeah on the point might be out tomorrow or the next day and then there's also the random reverses that just happened, which the High Knights haven't come out of. So maybe we're also going to get that uh, later this week. Maybe. Tomorrow or the day after. Hopefully. It's, and speaking of the random verses, we had an extra special one this week. Uh, the fans could actually join in this time around. Yeah, it was actually uh, pretty cool of them. Uh, unfortunately, I did not participate. Wish I did. <laughs> I forgot why I didn't. I think I was stuck with dinner or something. It's always dinner. They always, Darn they dinner. always go live at... They go live at 7. I have dinner at 7. What am I supposed to do? Not eat dinner? <laughs> Duh. I mean, yeah, like, I, I, I'll be like, I'm not eating dinner tonight, and I just go play video games instead. Like, come on. Dinner's the one time I, like, sit down with my parents and my little brother and just have a nice little talk, eat whatever we had. Like... What did we have on Monday? I don't remember what I ate on Monday. <laughs> I remember yesterday was uh, like chicken alfredo. But I don't remember the day before. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it sounds like everybody had a ton of fun. Which, I mean, makes sense, as they should. Yeah, they had uh, four different game modes they did. They did uh, Tiny Overwatch, where they have everybody play... Within like this a weeny tiny spawn room. Yes. So it's all kinds of just chaos, and uh, it was randomized when you die, right? Random hero when you die. Uh, I don't remember. Cause I, I kept seeing people change heroes, and then like ah, why did they give me mercy or something like that? And we probably like why is he number one with mercy? <laughs> I think the fir- the person who was first to fifty kills was gay but then like you know what we don't want to stay here for the full like 30 minutes we're just gonna do like they i decided to, ex- ex- to cap it at a time point and then apply i think was the one who won at the end but it was like uh, at first he was saying to stop it at 50 kills but then they decided to keep going so like gig was just like had his wind stolen from him poor guy <laughs> why do they bully the tanks first it was dreamer now it's gig because the tanks are supposed to take it. I guess that's a good point. It's literally their wolf. <laughs> uh, then the game after that... Uh, the Roadhog Fishing. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just them being around the well and trying to hook each other into it. This time, Gig did win and get his win because, you know gig i actually played this game mode with him before and i almost won but like my anxiety got the better of me and my hands cramped up so i couldn't play oh no i was like no <laughs> i was in the need for a while and like, he, he straight up told me afterwards and like, oh i really thought you were gonna win i was like no my anxiety got to me it was really <laughs> fun though and i think who was it that was a uh, there was like a ah oh, what's his name there was somebody from valcord who was in the game who had made uh trg he yeah trg i want to say was in the the roadhog uh hooking one and he was in it with me when we played against gig if i remember correctly so it's like i was like rooting for you and I'm like no no <laughs> yeah and then after that it was going to be a free for all deathmatch, but like, nah, that's boring. So they instead decided to do Sigma Volleyball, which is what Gig added himself as a Haikyuu fan. <laughs> it's always volleyball. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't remember if it was David or Chorney who was like, oh, Gig, you strike me as somebody who played volleyball in high school. And he's like, no, I only did uh, football and basketball. But I did watch Haikyuu, and it's like, ah, oh, he said it. Oh, he's a fan. Oh, he's a weeb. Yeah, you can't take it back now. It's out there for everyone to see. He's he's a weeb. I feel like a lot of gamers are weebs. They just don't want to say they're a weeb. Uh, that kind of makes sense to me, yeah. Uh, what was the last game? Oh, Anna Paintball. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they actually did two rounds of that because the first one went by really fast. And they also uh, forgot to switch the screen so we could actually see the game. Yeah. So like, <laughs> for a while, the stream was just hearing Anna dying noises. I think Charlie called it like Anna dying ASMR. Yes. Because, you know, it's all about the ASMR right now. Welcome back to Valiant ASMR. I'm your host, Gig, and I'll be charging into your microphone. <laughs> oh, that'd be pretty good if they did something like that. <laughs> that'd be hilarious. Who's who's the biggest screamer on the team? Uh, that'd be the, the that'd be the funniest one to have do the ASMR. I want to say it's either Apply or McGravy, because they're usually the ones that mm. seem pretty hyped most of the time, especially in game. Uh, but I could be wrong. Yeah, like I, I think that'd be the funniest thing is just having the one of them be just like the complete opposite and just whisper into the mic. Oh yeah, um, that'd be hilarious actually. What if they send like a bunch of funny voice lines? Oh, McGravy should put that as one of his uh his goals for the charity streams he's been doing. <laughs> He should. Cause he already he already said like I think like every hundred dollars he's gonna it's like a minute added to him being in the diva suit or something. <laughs> or was it an hour? I don't remember. But yeah, like, he's doing something like that. And it'd be funny if there's like a goal of him doing ASMR in the diva suit. Yeah, and reading diva voice lines. That would be diva, the best diva right there. He'd probably be dying from cringing at himself. Probably, cause he cringed enough the first time. That was the best thing ever. I was I was so happy when that happened. Like, yes, more content. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was the end of Vanity versus. He did two rounds of that. I actually don't remember who won them. Cause there's like they were pretty fast rounds. Uh, I thought it was a really cool knobby that they used. Is that it's a quick scope only, like no scope or quick scope. If you stayed scope for too long, you'd end up stunning yourself. Yeah. So those moments where like you just see the honor being stunned, and when you were like five kills away, uh, the f- being on fire effect started on you, which I think is cool because like it marks you as the one that's ahead, so people can now target you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was a it was a pretty fun Valiant versus. I'm really excited to see what they decide to do as the High Knight. If it's gonna be the the Anna paint bars, or if they're gonna do the. Uh, should be Tiny Overwatch. The, That's all I'm saying. I don't know, because Tiny Overwatch is kind of hard to spectate, because it's just a bunch of chaos happening on the screen. Yeah, and I like chaos. <laughs> you would. Insert the Elmo with the fire gif. That's me. <laughs> oh, I love that one. I love Elmo. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it for Valiant versus. Um... I guess we'll move on to what they've posted on Twitter, which isn't too much, aside from the fact that it is, in fact, uh, KSP's birthday today. We got another June baby in the house. Yeah, happy birthday, KSP. 20 years old. I'm totally not biased, (laughs) but he has the best birthday on the team. You're totally biased. Not, I swear. (laughs) Uh, Otherwise, we got more uh, pride wallpapers. And they're pretty cool looking. Yeah. They uh, also have some on... What's it called? Instagram uh, on their... What's it called? Instagram story. Yeah. If you go on the Instagram story, you can just take a screenshot and have a wallpaper for your phone too. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to do this out throughout the entire month of June is having different pride wallpapers because that'd be really cool. I mean, that's pretty much what they've been doing. So I hope that's what they continue doing. Yeah, because it's, it's only been the first two two weeks, so the first two Wednesdays. So there's still time for them to stop. Don't stop. Give me more. <laughs> and then uh, they also put up a poll to see whose POV we wanted, Dreamer or McGravy's. They gave them jiggle physics in the graphic for some reason. Yeah, I don't understand the jiggle physics either, but okay. You know what? It, it gets my attention. And that's what a graphic is supposed to do. So yeah. you worked. You worked. Yeah, but the the choices, yeah, the choices were Dreamer on King's Row, and McGravy on Oasis, and I voted for yeah. Dreamer, um, because one I wanted to see the sneaky shadow, and I wanted to see how he got across that gap, but McGravy won, <laughs> so we'll see yeah. we'll see flanking Sigma, on Oasis with McGravy, 
And then uh, after that, there was just an announcement for the Vanian versus game, which I want to point out because uh, they were actually making fun of Giggs, uh, like Overwatch League picture that they use because his his hair looks. Oh my god! They just kept making fun of his, how he looked in the picture. Yeah, the oh. picture. I don't know what about that picture. Oh, gig. But it's a little. Yeah, something weird about it. I don't know if they just. I, they got touched I think up it's the parting of the hair. It might be the parting of the hair too. Yeah, cause like um. So like I don't know if his hair seems to be like longer in the front than it is in the back and parted weirdly. I'm not sure if maybe he was in the weird phases of having just gotten a haircut or something, but just doesn't look good. Especially since I've seen other pictures of not too long since after when they should have done all the uh, media pictures, and his hair looks fine. Um, I think it's also because it ni- it lies ni- very flat in the front, and he's tends to have an slightly pushed back and up in other pictures which look better I think it's just like it, it's the hair that's really getting to me like no no stop but yeah um, other than that I don't think there's anything else on the Twitter yeah nothing else really of no I mean just talking about the game uh a tweet for Tazon Day since he was on Watchpoint talking about the Valiant. His voice is so good. Mm-hmm. No one else can say crunch time but him now. Yeah, but yeah, otherwise it's just highlights from the main melee and for the game. Or talking about the game, rather. Um, yeah, so kind of dry, but. Uh, PS5 meme. <laughs> Wait, those are PS5. Oh, yeah, the Torbjorn one. Because, mm-hmm. of course, that meme came out the day after we recorded. Got enough, uh. Memes happening after. God, I love that. They do it on purpose. <laughs> they do. It's a conspiracy. Tinfoil hat on. No, don't worry. I got, I got my tinfoil hat on for this. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it for Vanian's Twitter. That was it for Vanian's YouTube. And that was it for Vanian's in the Overwatch League this week. Yep, so looking forward to this weekend. It's going to be a tough game. I hope they get the win. But we have to wait and see. And that's it for us, guys. If you want to stay up to date with everything Voice and Valiant, you can find us at Voice and Valiant on Twitter. If you want to keep up to date with everything Annie Valiant, you can find them at Annie Valiant on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, Reddit, Discord, Snapchat, and TikTok. That's it for us, guys. See you next week. Bye, guys. See you all next week. Beep boop, Mr. Roboto. <laughs>